Hey, and welcome to Food with Mark Bittman. This is Kate Bittman. As always, you can email us at food at markbittman.com with any comments or questions or bad thoughts or happy thoughts or anything that you'd like to see more of, anyone you'd like to listen to, and we will always get back to you. Thanks so much for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Have you ever bought something, owned something that really inspired you to up your game? A tennis racket, a new pair of running shoes, a new piece of cooking equipment that made you just want to cook your brains out? I know that when I first started cooking on induction burners, I just couldn't stop. It was so much fun. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Some of the features that are available on this car include dynamic sky panorama glass roof, front row massaging seats, you know you want that, available 33-inch all-terrain tires, which you will want when you check out the multi-terrain select. These are really great features, the kind of features that will make you proud and happy to own a Lexus GX. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. So I woke up in the middle of the night this week panicking about my son Holden's eating habits. It was definitely one of those, oh, okay, I know I'm freaking out more than usual because it's 3 a.m. kind of things, but it is something that I think about a lot. We've got a list of, you know, 20 things that he'll eat, and we have those on rotation. We're doing some work. We're trying new things. He's trying not to gag when that happens. Literally, we're trying not to get frustrated. Because the fact is, he eats things that are not typical kid foods, like capers, 
and smoked salmon and Brussels sprouts. And as his beloved daycare teacher, who's basically family now, told me the fact that he eats these things and that he has parents who eat everything means that he'll be just fine. And realistically, I know he will. But when we go to dim sum with friends and their kids eat everything and we have to run out to get my kid pizza, please don't judge, it's hard. So to talk about kids and all their nutty eating stuff, I have with me today Eden Grinchpan and Elisa Sokolow. Eden is the host of Top Chef Canada, mom of two young kids, and she's hilarious and you're going to love her. Elisa just wrote a book about food for kids called This Is What I Eat. She got her start working with Jamie Oliver's Food Revolution and cares deeply about healthy eating and helping people to follow that path. Neither of them knew each other before we talked, and yet we ended up being a great trio, if I do say so myself. I hope you have fun listening to this one and maybe even learn something about our tiny friends. My name is Holden, and I like cheese, pizza, french fries, chicken, my mom, spaghetti and meatballs, and early rice and beans. I'm Lily. I love all foods, especially cottage cheese and tomatoes. My name is Mira, and my favorite food is dal. Thank you guys both for joining me here. I thought it would be fun to have you both on together. Aliza, I love your book. It speaks to me in many ways. And Eden, I've just been a fan for a while, and you have two little kids. And I just I just sort of, sort of thought this could be a fun conversation to have. I've been wanting to have a conversation about kids and eating. And this felt like a really, really nice group to do that with. Well, thank you. Excited to be here. Same. And congratulations on your book. Thank you. By way of introduction, Eden, you're a Le Cordon Bleu trained chef, an author, and the host of Top Chef Canada. You also have two small children and make some of the most endearing reels I've ever seen. Aliza, you're a private chef and food stylist, an Emmy winner. And you got your start working for Jamie Oliver. So I wanted to get started by talking a little about Elise's book, This Is What I Eat, which is for children, is beautifully illustrated, and includes everything from learning about sustainability, to how food makes you feel, to how seeds are planted, to food preferences, (laughs) a very sore subject in this house. Uh, And it has plenty of room for filling in the blanks and drawing. What inspired you to write this book? So I worked on Jamie Oliver's Food Revolution about like 13 or 14 years ago. And we worked with kids in schools. And a lot of these kids were in low-income areas and they had a lot of health issues based upon their diets. And they had type 2 diabetes. And we were working with like seven-year-olds, teenagers, like a full spectrum. And I just remember working elbow to elbow with this one girl and we were making salad and she had never eaten salad before. And she said how great it made her feel. And I got a lot of feedback from these kids on how they were feeling based upon what they were putting in their bodies. And I grew up competitive swimming and I intuitively knew that what I was putting in my body was fuel to swim. Like I was in the pool for five to six hours a day and knew that I needed to fuel myself with the best things possible in order to swim fast. And so 
getting to spend time with these kids, I was like, this is what I want to do as my life mission. Like I've worked in food for a while now, but seeing how kids feel and the impact of their diets has on their lives is something that like I would like to do forever. So I wrote this book about, I want to say like five or six years ago. And I was really inspired by Dan Juisty's work in Brigade, which is like going into schools and changing the food systems. And I was like, oh, finally, someone is making an impact with kids in schools. I love that. Well, congrats on putting this out there. That's amazing. And I remember when, so Jamie Oliver did the same thing. He went to schools and he like went into the cafeteria and like started cooking with kids. So that was you. You were with him. Yeah. That. that was amazing. Season one, right? Everyone, when I bring it up, they're like, oh my God. Yeah. I watched that show. I remember the pink slime demo or seeing all of these kids lose weight during the season, just based upon diet or taking the pink and chocolate milk out of the school breakfast programs and what that does to like their blood sugar crashed in the morning. And a lot of times schools are like, these kids have ADD. I don't know what is wrong with them. And I'm like, you just gave them pancakes with syrup and chocolate milk for breakfast. How do you expect them to sit still as an adult? I couldn't do that. So we worked with those kids and a lot of people were really impacted on it saying, okay, maybe we do have a problem with sugar in America, but also let's be a little bit more mindful as to what we're putting in our bodies. Shout out to Dan Juicy because we interviewed him a few years ago and he's amazing. What he's doing with food in schools is so incredible. He's really inspiring. I want to now talk to Eden about sort of, this is related, but you post all this delicious looking food. You're an amazing chef, obviously. Um, You have two daughters, Ave and Romy. And you seem, I'm going to try not to sound annoyed here, but you seem like one of those parents who can feed their children anything and and they'll eat it, which is awesome. (laughs) I'm so jealous. It's actually funny because, you know, now that I have another kid, it's, it, it really depends on the personality and the character of the child as well as also like the habits that you start at a young age. Like for instance, like I never knew that Abe was like really easy to feed until I had Romy. And now Romy is the queen of chewing and literally just like, you know, letting it fall out onto her like top. Like she'll put it in her mouth, but then it just like ends up everywhere. But I do find that I've always like, you know, I, I, the, what I do, um, aside from, you know, I work in television, obviously I wrote a cookbook, I've, I've opened a restaurant and and I have closed it, but I worked in the restaurant industry. I worked in the kitchen, in my kitchen and my daughter's always around and has always been a part of that. And so I think she really just like based off of just who she is, she always wanted to be a part of it. And I find that because she always wanted to get involved and she always asked questions. And I always, I always involved her in what I was doing as well. It made her interested in food and it made her interested and confident in learning how to work with food and what different ingredients are and um, what different dishes are that I could be working on. Like, you know, I'm, I'll be in the kitchen working on something. She's like, what are we making today? And because of that, 
when I finish whatever I'm doing, it's easy for me to convince her to try it because she takes pride in what she's doing. So that's something that has just naturally happened over the course of her life from day one, you know, like I would always talk to her about what she was eating. And I think the number one rule in our house is like, this is, and this is like a pet peeve of mine. When I see children say, I hate it, I don't want it, I don't want it, but yet they've never tried it. So I always say, you can dislike it all you want, but you have to actually try it to know that you don't like it. Uh, But yeah, it's really about making sure that they're like open-minded Um, And I do find that just like involving her from day one in the process, it has really like made her interested in it and like appreciate it. Even when we bake, she will every like, like I have to like, you know, stop myself from like saying no, because I'm like, stop eating the baking soda. Stop (laughs) eating the baking powder. Stop (laughs) eating like she wants to taste everything that goes into it. So she's dipping her finger and I'm like, cool, you do you. And I'm like, that doesn't taste great, does it? She's like, I like it. <laughs> like she's eating, like it's she, I think she also does stuff to also like make us go, oh my God. Like she was eating a fish eyeball the other day and we were like, okay, cool. It looks great. Whoa, like, oh my God. My, I have to stop myself from reacting. <laughs> A fish eyeball. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think my dad dared her once to eat it. And now it's like her party trick. She's like, I'm going to eat every eyeball in like on this plate. And we're like, cool. But like Romy, for instance, I'm really curious to see what journey she goes down. Cause we give her the same food and I try and like make sure everything is like, you know, when I give it to Ava, I give it to Romy. And like, it really depends on her mood. Like it's really so you know, every kid is very different, but I do think they're really watching the parents and the way parents respond to food. Um, because I have a lot of friends that are like, my kids are really picky. I'm really picky, but I can't believe they're really picky. And I'm like, well, it's, you're probably saying, I don't want to eat that. I don't like that. Well, everything we do in every walk of life is modeling for them. So that's just another way that we do that. Uh, yeah. my son, my son will definitely, he's super picky and we are not, and we eat everything. Oh. So I, I just like, okay, eventually he's just going to be like us, I, I think, and hope. But we also, he used to pull the whole, like, I hate this or I don't like this. So now it's like, you have to try it. You're not allowed to say, I hate this. You can say, this is not my friend or something Yeah, kinder. And that has seemed to work. But I do think that modeling is everything. So by the way, if it makes you feel any better, I was a picky eater. Really? (laughs) And uh, I grew out of that. Thank God, obviously. (laughs) I also find with like parents and kids that I work with, I'm like, whatever you're making for dinner, that's what's for dinner though. You're not making a separate meal for your kids because my main thing that parents say to me, they're like, my kid only eats chicken nuggets and buttered noodles. And I go, well, they're like, we gave up. And I'm like, okay. That was your choice to give up, but you need to say, this is what's for dinner. And that's what we're having. You don't get a separate dinner. Like this is, this is what we have. And I find that making like growing up, we always started dinner. Even this is in the book. Like we always started with a big salad and that's what 
my sister and I grew up having is like the first thing every night, like no matter what else we were doing, that's how we started. So sort of having this tradition of this is what we do every night, I find is really helpful with families. And like, if you're not eating what we're eating for dinner, tough, like this is, this is what you've got. And eventually kids will say, you know what? I think I'm ready to eat dinner now. I'm going to try that sweet potato or try whatever it is. But I know the buttered noodle kids, especially for you, Kate, (laughs) it's rough, but just keep on trying it. And it takes like 20 times for someone to develop a taste for things. So I empower you to just keep, keep trudging through it. He just, he just added Brussels sprouts in. So we're feeling pretty good about that. And he's like gobbling them up like bowls of Brussels sprouts. So I'm like, he's fine. When I was growing up, my parents, our whole thing was, this is dinner. Everyone's going to eat it. If you don't want it, you can have cereal or a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And so that's sort of what we're trying to do right now. I am growing up. I think that's one of the things that, you know, just using that as an example, it can be so challenging because especially with young kids, their dinner time is at a different time than adults. Thank you. Thank you. Can I just interrupt and say, thank you for saying that? Well, I think that's where part of the issue starts. I'm not, I'm not eating dinner at five 15. My kids are. So like what happens is, you know, like at five o'clock you're like, okay, what do we make them? What do we make them? Because like a lot of parents are also both parents are working. So it can be really challenging when you want to like last minute throw together a meal, you know, like meal prepping for the week is hard. So I do think that that's kind of where the struggle lies. Also, I find that when I eat physically with my kids and I socially like make that a part of like our life, everyone eats more because when you eat, it's like a social act, like sitting down and eating a meal. Like that is something that, you know, you don't want to sit by yourself and like be, you know, be like, here's your broccoli and your chicken. And like everyone else is like doing like continuing with their life and you're like left alone to eat by yourself. So it's like, that's where like the effort really lies too, is like, Maybe if you're not eating at the same time, make yourself a little bowl so that they see you're enjoying it too. Um, it doesn't need to be a big portion, but like that's something that I was conscious of because I found that Abe also ate more when I like sat with her and like ate with her. But the prep ahead of the meals can be challenging uh, for that particular part. You try and make like 80%, like these like, you know, veggie, like fruit, heavy snacks, like really good, like cheese and yummy, like good calcium and protein and stuff. Uh, but then like, you know, you have in your back pocket that like butter, you know, like I, I do butter noodles all the time. Cause I'm like, I have no time right. to make, it's not even what the kid wants. It's what I'm capable of. So I think that also that's what it comes down to too, but it's like, you know, if you give a buttery noodle make sure you give like a steamed broccoli and try and like balance that out if that's the only option you have. I think, yeah, it also comes down to like parents' time. Yes, it does. Nobody really talks about that as much. I feel like it's just kind of like, oh, well, we all sit down to eat together and we eat the same thing. And it's like, but how does that work with like school pickup and someone's working from home and someone's going to the office and it's just so it can get it can feel really complicated and overwhelming and that's not a cop out it just can
We'll be back in just a minute with more from Eden Grinchpan and Aliza Sokolo. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, folks. A word from our friends at Made In. Did you know that most of the dishes in Tom Colicchio's craft restaurant are made in, made in pots and pans? The braised short ribs, made in, made in. The Rohan duck, made in, made in. The heritage pork chop, you got it, made in, made in. Which isn't surprising. Made in has been supplying top chefs and restaurants with high-end cookware for years. For the simple reason that made in makes exactly what demanding chefs are looking for. Their carbon steel cookware, for example, combines the best of cast iron and stainless steel, gets super hot, and is rugged enough for grills or an open flame. Best of all, Made In is sold online, so their professional-grade cookware is far more affordable than other iron brands. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes on menus all around the world have in common. They're Made In, Made In. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from the 18th until the 27th. Visit MadeInCookware.com. That's MadeInCookware.com. Thanks. Hi, folks. We have a new sponsor and an interesting one. We all take about 20,000 breaths a day, and Americans spend about 90% of our time indoors. That indoor air that we breathe can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air, according to the EPA. And indoor air pollutants can cause respiratory symptoms like sneezing, congestion, scratchy throat, and even more serious health problems like lung and heart disease. So, what's the solution? Introducing Air Doctor, the air purifier that filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so your lungs don't have to. This includes allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code BITMAN 
B-I-T-T-M-A-N, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to our listeners, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock in this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com. That's A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code BITMAN. Have you ever bought something, owned something that really inspired you to up your game? A tennis racket, a new pair of running shoes, a new piece of cooking equipment that made you just want to cook your brains out? I know that when I first started cooking on induction burners, I just couldn't stop. It was so much fun. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Some of the features that are available on this car include dynamic sky panorama glass roof, front row massaging seats, you know you want that, available 33-inch all-terrain tires, which you will want when you check out the multi-terrain select. These are really great features, the kind of features that will make you proud and happy to own a Lexus GX. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hi, my name is Zoe. My favorite foods are gorgonzola and prosciutto. My name is Mario, and I like Italian cookies. Hi, my name's Ave. I like food because it's salty, sweet, sour, every kind of flavor. My favorite vegetable is pepper. Bye. I'm interested in hearing about both of your challenges. Eden, you talked about it a little bit, but I'd love to hear about any of the challenges you've had the kids' eating preferences. Aliza, I'd love to hear about any of the challenges that you sort of faced in the research for the book, because I'm sure you worked with a whole bunch of different kids and tastes. I've spent time with so many kids. My mom is a preschool teacher and my dad is a college professor. So I was very much in the like teaching education space. A lot of it is fear-based and exposure-based, but I found it really interesting that Eden's like parents often don't sit down with their kids. Like both of my parents worked growing up and there was either like my sister or, or like caretaker. I do think that having that like family dynamic or sitting with someone and making it an experience is so key to like core memories and eating. Even in the book, There's a page that's really cute that shows all the different like family dynamics, whether that be like a grandparent and a kid or like a whole family. But most taste has to do with memory. And like, you know, I bake chocolate chip cookies and my friend called me and was like, how did you make my grandmother's chocolate chip cookie? I haven't experienced this in 25 years. And I was like, I'm so happy I made your Bubby's cookie by accident. But it's a lot of like, memory based and like a feeling when you eat. So I just, I'm not necessarily an expert, but how I was raised and everyone I talked to is just like making that an experience for your kid. Like food is something that's fuel, but also it should be something you enjoy. 
A hundred percent like that. I, you know, I brought that up as an example because I was very fortunate. My dad was home every night at six. So we ate dinner every night growing up. And I'm sure once my kids get older, like right now we're like in it. Like we are like, when your kids are really young and they go to bed, I'm like, go to bed at seven. Good night. <laughs> like Same. that's also me being like, I'm a done. Um, and I need that routine just so that like our lives can continue. So that's also why we're eating at like earlier times. And we have to probably make a little bit more of an effort to try and sit down and create that like social, um, you know, engagement over the food, but, or memory, but like eventually, you know, when my kids are older and they can like have like dinner at like a later hour, I do think that it's super important to try to, you know, make the moment around the table or your eating experience. Like, you know, I, 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 so many people are doing so many things while they eat and it really takes away from the actual act of it. And as you said, the, the ability to create like a memory, it's, I think that's, you know, it's not just about like creating the habits for the kids, but it's really also about creating the habits for the parents. And I think that that's something that evolves throughout like the years of like a parent's also journey because it changes all the time. I remember, I forget, I was talking to someone when Ava was first born and I, I think this conversation came up and it was such like a light bulb moment for me. Like, if you think about parents, like, you know, junk food and all this, like, like ice cream and cakes and all this like fun celebratory food that you enjoy brings up such like happy memories for you. So when you share them with your kids, you get really excited. It's like an excited moment for you. And because you're excited, they're excited. So they were like, why don't we do that about just like, you know, other kinds of food that's savory, that's good for you. That's, you know, like, oh my God, I had this like amazing salad or this, this pita changed my life. It's so much fun. Like, because you're getting excited, it really doesn't matter that it's like sweet or savory or healthy or not. I really think it's about the excitement and the energy you put behind it when you're experiencing it with them too. So it's not just about getting like hyped up over like, we're about to have the ice cream cake that I grew up eating. You're going to love it. It's like, we're about to have the hummus that changed my life. You are going to love it. So it's like, if you're going to put that energy and that excitement into that, why not try and do it into that? Like Ido and I, we went and got oysters and we were like, we're having an oyster party. And Abe's like, oyster party. And he <laughs> shucked oysters. And she's like, and I was like, oh my God, they're so good. They're so good. And she's like, I want. And so like, she needed to be a part of it. And so she had oysters. The first one went down easy. The second one, she was incredibly confused. <laughs> um, I think it's because it was like giant and she tried to chew on it and it didn't go the way she wanted it to. <laughs> like she's had one since because we were so excited. You know, she wants to be a part of the excitement. Such a good point. And I'm just thinking about my love for salad, which is real. It's a real thing. I love salad. I love different mix-ins. I love experimenting with things that I'm putting in my salad. And he, it's gotten to the point where Holden's like, mom loves salad. And he still could not care less about salad. So I'm just going to keep pushing it. But then the other day he did see this, we had some arugula and he was like, he just picked up a piece of it and was like, yeah, it's okay. And I was like, maybe this is because I'm always talking about how much I love salad. And then I was like, I hate myself. (laughs) (laughs) We're all thinking this. We're all in the same boat. 
Yeah, it's true. And I do think a lot of it just has to do with each child. When he tries something new, we're just trying to get him to not gag every time he tries something new. Because he'll, like, I think chickpeas was probably the worst of everything. We, I made this delicious smitten kitchen dish that I love. It's super easy. It's like quick pasta and chickpeas. It's like, you know, fake Chef Boyardee. And I was like, this is like a, this is a winner. Like, he's going to love this. And he was literally gagging. Like, oh, I don't like the chickpea. It's like the plainest chickpea ever. And it was, I mean. It's texture. Yep. Be texture. Yep. Be texture thing. I feel like some kids are not into hummus growing up. And then it, my mom didn't like it as a kid. And she lived in Israel for many years and was like, oh, this is actually pretty incredible. I, I'm similar. You didn't like it either? Growing up, like I've always been more of like a Trina Baba Ganoush girl, always like Baba Ganoush, Baba Ganoush. And I felt hummus was like a brick, especially like, come on, we're all like eating a bowl of hummus in our bikinis and then frolicking on the beach. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm basically like farting my way on the beach. Like, <laughs> like it's literally my dream to sit on the beach in Tel Aviv and like eat hummus and watermelon. Now, now, now I get it. As a kid, a different story. You know, speaking of like a fantastic, like maybe chickpeas whole for your son didn't work, but have you given him hummus or have you roasted chickpeas? Like that's another thing. Seinfeld made an entire career off of like hiding ingredients in her kids' foods. Is that something that do you, do you believe in? Or do you think that we should be like just giving it to them as is? And, you know, we were doing it with smoothies for a while. I was just sticking spinach in the smoothie, but he saw it happen and he didn't care. Oh, he didn't care. Oh, that's good. No. And he's like, the th- he's really good about vegetables. He really likes a lot of vegetables, which is why I don't, I, now it's just kind of funny that he's like this because I know that he's eating what he needs to eat. So I'm not really into hiding things, but I think that roasted chickpeas till they're crunchy is such a good idea. And I'm so glad you brought it up because I just hadn't thought about that. He does not like hummus and I, and I'll make it and he, and I make it homemade. Cause I don't, you know, I don't really mess with the package. I just don't like packaging. Also, crispy quinoa is so delicious too. Love a crispy quinoa. You get your protein in and it's like a nice crispy thing. You can even put on one of your salads. So I need to know what you guys had for dinner last night. Because we ask everybody. This is this is an Ave dinner because yesterday she wasn't feeling well. So she stayed home and I would and I had to run out and like grab some like groceries. And she's like, I really want to come run errands, aka I want to try and like smuggle a root beer into the you know bag as well, you know, like get her like little yes. treat. Yes, of course. Anyways, I'm like, do you want schnitzel tonight? And she's like, No, mom, I want steak. I'm like, oh my God, I can't. <laughs> so we got steak. Um, we had steak and Ido and I had like a ch- kind of like a chimichurri that I had left over from a salad that I just made. Like it's not a chimmy. It was like this weird, like kind of salsa-y chimmy thing that I made. And then um, I had leftover eggplant and uh, leftover like kind of smashed potatoes from dinner the other night and some broccoli. Perfect. Yum. Mm-hmm. I would eat all of that. I did 
I guess I'll call it something fancy, like pan seared chicken tenders. <laughs> but it's really just the tender of the chicken, not like a fried chicken tender. I have a client that I cook for and we always like pound chicken breast, but I find that just using chicken tenders to cook is something you can't F up for people who are trying to learn how to cook. They're delicious and very juicy. And then I made, um, I sauteed mushrooms with some garlic. I threw some parsley in and then I finished it with some vermouth Mm. and it's delicious. And Mm. I had some riced cauliflower, which is not something I've ever done. But I did it yesterday. Delicious. I went out and had Mexican food and got drunk and went to the ballet. Woohoo! Pretty young girl. I'm gonna I love that for you. I did not win today. I won last night. You did. You won last night. Mm -mm. I'm not winning today. (laughs) Like a nice spicy marg. I did. I got a spicy cucumber margarita. And I'll tell you what I ate before that, which is why I got so drunk. I had a, I'm so sorry, please don't judge me. I had a string cheese, a small Twix bar and five chicken nuggets all day. And then I went out and I had a spice. (laughs) That means you were very busy yesterday. I really was. I really was. And it was a three hour ballet. It was Sleeping Beauty at New York City Ballet. And it was amazing, but it was like 80 degrees. And I am definitely struggling today. Thank you both so much for joining. Thank you. It was such a joy. Thank you so much for having us. And um, it was so nice to meet you. And congrats on your book. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you so much to Eden Grinchman and Elisa Sokolow, two very supportive and creative women. Follow Eden on Instagram at Eden, E-D-E-N, Eats, and Aliza at Aliza J. Sokolow. That's A-L-I-Z-A-J-S-O-K-O-L-O-W. Aliza's book, This Is What I Eat, is out now. Thank you to our sweet podcast team, Davis Lloyd, our engineer, and Mark, our wonderful head honcho. Want more from us? Visit bitmanproject.com. Thanks again. See you next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. Mm. 